podcast people and welcome into the out of loop podcast uh we are going to be doing explain of thrones edition uh i am shane i am a familiar of game of thrones and of the podcast and i am joined by rodney hey pod squad yes this is rodney i am a familiar as well love game of thrones we are getting into some of the better stuff well actually the pinnacle of season six um and we're talking to our good friend matt about it Loop Troop, I'm ready to learn about some bastards and their their battling and and whatnot. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I wanted like a ten second rant, like ten minute rant of my names. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no. 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 no, 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 no. I am once uh, uh once uh, per season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For this um, Skype studio session, I am in um, the uh, Loop Troop bedroom um, as opposed to the um, out of the living room like last week where I have a notebook uh, that consists of all of Rodney's nicknames. So uh, that will not be happening this week. Maybe next week. We'll see. Uh, All right. But I, I will say, every time I open up an episode, I will be ready to deliver not just nicknames, but new nicknames. Ooh, okay. Uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to add to it <laughs> every time. Yeah. I'm going to add like three or four each time. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I hate to, uh, to cut into our, to our opening with a, with a personal question. Um, but I am looking at basketball shoes online because what the fuck else am I going to do with my time? And, um, so normally I'm a size 11. Okay. Now the size 11 is $130. But what if the size 10 and a half is $70? Would you guys just chance it (laughs) and just hope? What brand? Uh, Nike. Nike, I would, because I think they run a little big. Yeah, even if you get it, you can send it back. You know what I mean? True. Just don't wear them outside. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Which ones are you looking at? Um, I might go with the. Uh, I'm I'm looking at prices now after just kind of looking for like what look. I like, um, and I'm looking at the uh, Zoom Freak One Oreos. Oh, Oreo, huh? Yeah, it's uh, white with uh, the black swoosh, Nike, Nike swoosh. But within the swoosh is kind of some uh, some some speckles. Like, yeah, yep. Are you already looking at it? Is that is that what's going on? I have a pair. <laughs> okay, oh, you have a pair? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at them. <laughs> okay. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. I just uh, right when Shane was was starting, I was looking at my phone and I was like, "Huh, half a size, sixty bucks might be <laughs> it might be worth taking a shot at it." Right. Yeah, get uh, him in. Try him on. 
Go on. These are Giannis. Is that yeah. how you say it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Giannis. 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 You know, any any of the above. Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, how, how are you guys doing? I'm, I've, I've hit the point of, um, social distancing where it's getting dangerous for me and I might start spending money on things I don't need. Um, how are you guys holding up? Um, for me, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I do, I did spend a couple of bucks on pops, but Funko pops characters, which ones? Oh, I got the date mic from the <laughs> office. <laughs> it's awesome. And he's got his uh his Kingo hat on, it's all backwards and one eye winking. Um I have I just I just saw a uh an auction for it was a lot of loose pops, but it had a uh, recyclops on there. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. If I if it go if it stays low enough, I might get them. <laughs> recyclops, that's awesome. I got um I did a pre-order of uh, Michael Scott when he's camping. <laughs> so oh, he has his pant leg on his head. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one of Dwight with a stapler in the jello. Nice. Yeah. But uh, not too I'm bad. I'm good. Yeah, just I'm uh, off this week. Worked last week. Um Kids got uh, Mario Party for the Switch for their birthday, so we've been playing a lot of Mario Party, which is fun. Um, and yeah, just hanging out, doing stuff around the house. Yeah, me too. I painted, um, so I'm staying at my in-laws' house, and I get voluntold to do all sorts of projects. <laughs> so like, I painted their whole outside of the house, like detailed everything, like tr- around the windows, a different color. Everything's painted. It looks great. I'm not gonna lie. I should probably start a business as a as a painting professional. But no one would hire me. Well, if it's free, I'll volunteer you to to do it. <laughs> no, it's not free. <laughs> uh, Matt, you said you've got some kind of uh, mail type thing. You've got mail. Oh yeah. Um. Not so much a uh, email to uh, ootlpod at gmail.com, by the way. Um, but I did get a text message suggestion. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about the idea of maybe drafting um, something uh, instead of uh, instead of just doing our you know top three list or whatever. The suggestion was, what if we do a draft of um, movie movies that we would like to live in. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So That's I thought that that was interesting. So that could be a, a nice uh, first option for our uh, yeah. eventual draft episode um, with full credit to All Fantasy Everything. I feel like I have to throw that in. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, that, that's a fun idea. Yeah, I like, I, I like that. Give us time a little uh, digest it and think about it, and we can, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what are you guys watching right now? Nice. 
Nice. <clears throat> um, so finished uh, season three of Westworld. Uh, it was really good. Uh, finished Twin Peaks. Uh, so I watched all of that. Um, we so we finished it last night. It's still pretty fresh, pretty raw. So I'm not fully formed on my opinion um, of that quite yet. Uh, it was good, um, but I still got to digest it a little bit before I'm ready to talk about it. How many seasons you... was that one? Uh, so there's uh, three, and then there's a movie. Three seasons. Oh, okay. of... Rodney, watch Me? Uh, yeah, I started watching The Last Dance. I got through. Yeah. I got through five episodes. I haven't finished it yet, but very, very good. Not gonna lie, it is really good, and it makes me like. I know Michael Jordan was great, probably the greatest of all time, but like just to see, I guess because I, I didn't pay attention when I was younger when he was in his, I guess, rookie years and whatever. But like, in fact, he changed the game to me. How they're how it made it look like this guy is. I mean, they have Larry Bird on there talking about him, Magic Johnson, um, even Isaiah Thomas, you know, just talking about, like, how good he was. And, like, you set him off, you're going to lose that night, you know? Blows me away. Yep. And, you guys, oh, my God. You ready for this? Are, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I, I Okay. No, so, so, seriously, like, I was watching this show. It's so good. So, so good. Have you guys ever heard of Cobra Kai? What the hell is that? I've heard about it. Um, that's the YouTube uh, Karate Kid, right? Yes. They have two yeah, seasons I, I, out. I've heard about it. So good. So good. I would you just have... like to say... I just want to interrupt really quick. YouTube Karate Kid is the dude in the afro that does the backflip and lands on his head, and then he goes <laughs> on truck and he falls down again. That's oh, yeah. Karate Kid, all right? No, this is Daniel LaRusso, the Karate Kid universe. So 30-plus years later, they it's a redemption story about uh, Johnny Lawrence the original antagonist in the movie. And the first season is just, it's great. It ends kind of abruptly and then just hooks you in. And the second season, so good. And the ending of that was just mind blowing. Not mind blowing, but like got me really invested. I highly recommend the uh, Cobra Kai. If you guys want to watch it. So, And I, I promise I'm not trying to uh, pick a fight or anything. I'm not trying to be funny just because you hate Seinfeld or anything like that. Okay? Just okay. want to put that out there right now. This could be my age. Um, Karate Kid does nothing for me. Have you, When did you watch? You, you've watched the Karate Kid, right? Well, yeah, of course. I've watched the, the Karate Kid. But, like, I watched it when I was, like... Uh, 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and um, I've seen it several times um, 
And right. it just doesn't really it just doesn't really do anything for me. Like like I don't I don't get the big like hype around it. And I've heard that this TV show's great. Um so I should probably just watch it regardless, but um the main reason that I have not given it a chance is just because I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really care about the karate kid universe. So that's just me. Well, I understand like being a homebody made you lose some brain cells. Um <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I get it. So it's it doesn't focus so much on Daniel LaRusso. Yes, he's a big part of it because it's Karate Kid Universe. It's more on the Johnny Lawrence side and his path to change or whatever. And it's just really good because it's a whole other generation that's been added in. Um, the acting is, you know, for YouTube is good. I, I got a lot better in season two. Uh, it's just, it, it's really good. I highly recommend it. All right. But is that like you have to sign up and pay for YouTube Red or something, or it's just free? Yeah, YouTube Premium. I don't think they call okay. it Red anymore. Um, you YouTube TV maybe? No, there's two different ones. There's the Premium and then TV. Uh, TV, I think you actually get live channels, uh-huh. and it costs more. Um, but you do get like a week for free, and if you have several emails, like <laughs> you can definitely binge it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first when first when YouTube Red first launched, I think the first thirty days were free, and that's what I did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is great! It's good." I promise you. If you don't like it, then punch in the nuts. Wrong. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna crane kick you to the face. How many episodes? I think they're ten per season. An hour. Uh, 45 minutes, some 50. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I might check it out. It's great. I'm telling you. Maybe. I don't know why you so, guys don't like the Pride of Kid. I, I have something to say, guys. Uh, hot take of the week. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Fresh off the heels of Matt's, uh... Guardians of the Galaxy comment that they're, they're better than any Star Wars movie. Um, you guys know the Fugees, right? Yes. yes. Who's the most talented of the Fugees? Lauren Hill. Who's the least uh, talented of the Fugees? Wyclef. What? What? Yeah. Wyclef's no, probably, probably the most talented. Right? You guys have a, have a problem with uh, Praz? Yeah. So I'm saying this, you know, very clearly the least talented, right? I don't know about that. Okay, Okay, sure. Okay, sure. Go ahead. So the least talented member of the Fugees, I would say, has the biggest hit, uh, biggest solo hit when he was out on his own. With Maya? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Damn it. I thought you guys would argue on me. No, no, I, I, I totally agree, and that's why I would have Praz ahead of Wyclef. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I actually I got into a heated Fuji's debate. Um, actually, it happens like once every five years <laughs> with, with my friends because 
me and one of my other friends are um, very much so in the camp that Praz is underrated and that um, that he just kind of got cast aside after because Maya became a superstar after that song. Um, yeah, and uh, that Praz got a got a raw deal and that and that Wyclef is eh, like whatever. And um, yeah, so. This is a take that I was very prepared for. You don't think that everything he did with the Fugees, he was just so overshadowed because he was just that least talent? Every... I mean, yeah, his solo was great, but that one song, but with the Fugees, he was far less superior far inferior to to the other two no you, you could put jay-z nas and whoever else you want in a group with lauren hill and she will overshadow every single one of those motherfuckers that's my that's my take i don't think so whoa no yeah. it's just so clear to me that his stuff was so subpar lauren hill is the goat and that's why everybody else got left behind. And then wow. she got she got weird and decided to just not not make music anymore. But um yeah. The goat. She was in Sister Act too. She is not the goat. Wow. Um that person's name is Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must have mixed it up. You racist bastard. <laughs> no, she's in Sister Act Two also. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I don't want people to think I am a real racist. <laughs> Nobody thinks that. Well, maybe some. Um, just a fake racist. <laughs> um, no, that, that that that's a that's a good take. Um, but yeah, I I uh, I I don't know that I want to say that I'm anti Wyclef. I'm just pro Pros. <laughs> wow. I just think Wyclef's because of all the stuff he produced afterwards. Um, I I love the carnival. I I love that album. Personally, it might have been. Uh, I don't think I listened to it until I was like, I don't know, anywhere from eighteen to twenty or something, which was many years after it came out. Um, yeah. Once again, one of those things that maybe I'm, maybe I'm too young to appreciate Wyclef, but I. Totally appreciate Lauren Hill, so that argument doesn't really make sense. So never mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I haven't really been watching anything other than The Last Dance. There's only two episodes left. It is so goddamn good. Uh, yeah. Dude. Oh yeah, Jerry Krause. What is this guy's problem? Uh, he single-handedly destroyed the Bulls. It's insane because, like, in the first episode, they show Jordan openly making fun of him, you know? Right. Um, where he takes, the, he, he takes that pill and he's like, is, oh, is that, is that the pill that uh, keeps you so short or is that a diet pill? And, like, anybody watching that would be like, Jesus, what a fucking jerk. But, yeah. then, but like, it... It already has set it up to where you're like, oh, Jerry Krause is a total piece of shit. So you don't even care that he's being openly mocked throughout the entire um, documentary. So, um, 
Every time he talks to you, I'm just looking at his teeth because they're yellow as all hell. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, man, this guy spits butter. The one the, – the thing that I I just – I had no idea that he told Phil, I don't care if you go 82-0, and 0, you're not coming back. Like That's crazy. That's madness. Um, but, yeah, it is – it's so good. It is the most authentic that Michael Jordan has ever been because he's just like – like he just does he just doesn't care. He's he's like I was out there to annihilate my competition and that's all I cared about. And I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you think I'm a jerk. That's what I was there to do. And um the end of of episode 7, which I know Rodney you have not seen yet. Shane, have you seen 7 and 8 yet? No, not yet. Okay. The end of 7 is fucking incredible because um he basically talks you know he talks about his his uh his method of of leadership and he gets like emotional about it and it's uh it's something to 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 see it's just um man it's so it's so well done so well put together um Ten ten year old me is freaking out every every single week when new episodes. Yeah. So I'm super bummed that there's only two left, and um, that's really all I've watched. Other than that, I am hanging with the kids and uh, watching whatever movie Nicholas wants on. Um, he discovered Frozen, so I give myself four days until I kill myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just let it go, man. Oh God, man, (laughs) man. And it's not even that one. It's the, um, oh God, uh, the first time in forever song that, that she, she sings it like four times in the first 45 minutes. And I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Like you've been inside a lot. Fucking shut up. Move on. Identify with it, man. No. Yeah, I guess. I guess. (laughs) I'll, I'll I I can sing it once um, quarantine's over. Yeah. Um, she go to Nicholas. Do you want to build a sandman? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go uh, in our backyard. But uh, yeah, um, playing some video games still, which has been super enjoyable. Um, that's going to be the part that I'll probably miss the most when quarantine's over. Um, but uh, yeah, things are things are doing well over here, and. Um, more than anything, I am ready to hear about the Battle of the Bastards because I warned you, if Ramsey makes it through this episode and the next one, I am not joking. I quit. <laughs> well, that's okay. Do you need a recap of no one? Uh, maybe just like bullet points. Chang. Uh... The Hound, remember, he meets up with the Brotherhood. They're already um, disposing of the rogue brothers who killed uh, his his friends. Um, uh, at River Run, remember, uh, Jamie convinces uh, Ed Muir to walk in and give up the castle. Yep. Uh, who Blackfish dies. Brian and Podrick escape, remember? Um, Marine, it's going well until the masters arrive 
Uh, they start attacking the city, and then uh, Daenerys comes back. Right. Um, King's Landing. Uh, remember, the, the mountain kills one of the Faith Militant who wants to take Cersei to High Sparrow. Um, then there's a, an announcement in the throne room. Uh, Tom announces their trial with Cersei and Loras. And that uh, one of the big, big things, what was the, the big announcement? Uh, no more, no more of something, remember? Oh, no more um, trial by combat. Yeah. Um, and then there was a thing, remember, Kyburn kind of hinted at uh, the rumor, remember? Oh, yeah. Much, much, yeah, much I, more, remember? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that was in reference to yet but um well okay i guess i guess i don't need much of a recap because this is this just a battle episode uh pretty much yeah okay then fuck it let's let's go to the episode and then give me a little rundown next week of like what's going on leading into episode 10. Okay. So we start out uh, in Marine, right? What? Really? No, seriously, it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Go ahead. Uh, da- Daenerys is looking down. Uh, at Marine from atop her pyramid, um, she sees uh, all the devastation the masters um, are doing to the city. Um, Tyrion's there. Uh, he's trying to defend, you know, how he stepped he stepped up and uh, ran the city while she was gone. Uh, he says, despite appearances, I think you'll find the city is on the rise. Uh, Daenerys kind of gives him a look. Uh, Tyrion goes on. He says, Marine is strong. Commerce has returned to the markets. Uh, the people are behind you. Uh, just then there's an explosion. And he says, well, not all the people, of course. Uh, no ruler has ever lived that had the support of all the people. Uh, but the rebirth of Marine is the cause of this violence. The masters cannot let Marine succeed. Because if Marine succeeds, a city without slavery, a city without masters, it proves that no one needs a master. Uh, Daenerys kind of is appeased. He says, good, shall we begin? Uh, and Tyrion asks, do we have a plan? Uh, she uh, is straight-faced uh, and says, I will crucify the masters, I will set their fleets afire, kill every last one of their soldiers, and return uh, their cities to the dirt. Uh, that is my plan. Do you approve? Uh, Tyrion says, you once told me you knew what your father was. Uh, did you know his plans for King's Landing when the Lannister armies were at his gates? Uh, probably not. Uh, his brother, uh, he's talking about Jamie, uh, he told me, he said, uh, the Mad King had caches of wildfire hidden underneath the Red Keep, the Guild Halls, the Sept of Baylor, all of the major thoroughfares. He would have burned every one of his citizens, the loyal ones and the traitors, every man, woman, and child. That's why Jamie killed him. And Daenerys says, this is completely different. Tyrion goes on, you're talking about destroying cities. It's not different. I'd like to suggest an alternate approach. Um, and that's when we go outside. 
Um, the uh, masters are there and they are meeting with uh, Daris and her people. Uh, the first master says, once before I offered you peace. If you had uh, not been so arrogant, you could have returned to your homeland with a fleet of ships. Instead, you will flee Slaver's Bay on foot like the beggar queen you are. Uh, Tyrion said, we are here to discuss terms of surrender, not to trade insults. Uh, the second master says, the terms are simple. You and your foreign friends will abandon the Great Pyramid and the city of Marine. The unsullied you stole from Krasnus will remain to be sold again to the highest bidder. The translator you stole from Krasnus will remain to be sold to highest bidder. The dragons beneath the Great Pyramid will be slaughtered. And then this is where Daenerys says, uh, we obviously didn't communicate clearly. We're here to discuss your surrender, not mine. Um, this is where the masters look at each other and have a little chuckle. Um, the first master steps in. Uh, I imagine it's difficult adjusting to the new reality. Your reign is over. Uh, but behind him, you can see uh, in the distance uh, Drogon flying up. Uh, Daenerys says, my reign has just begun. And this is where Drogon flies over and then lands on the building behind them. Uh, he then gets down and lands behind Daenerys. Uh, she walks up on his back as Drogon flies off. Uh, he flies past the Great Pyramid, and that's where uh, Viserion and Rhaegar uh, break out in a... Uh... Poof of fire. Yeah, you guys good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they... Uh, bust out of their prison um, and they fly up uh, to <clears throat> meet their brother. Look how large these dragons are now. They're like fucking, I don't even know, two busloads, you know, like huge beasts now. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying. Um, the dragons fly past the main gate of Marine. And there we see a bunch of golden masked men. Uh, they're basically killing and slaughtering unarmed uh, men and women, the citizens of Marine. Um, <clears throat> we zoom in uh, to some of the killing that we see. And then, uh, you know, the, the killers kind of hear something off in the distance. And they hear a screaming uh, followed by hoofbeats. Uh, basically, the Dothraki... Um, are approaching, uh, led by Dario. Um, as the Dothraki arrive, uh, they slaughter the uh, Sons of the Harpy um, as they enter the city. Um, <clears throat> the dragons fly over the, uh, the bay and all the master's fleet of ships. Um, they hover over one ship in particular, and then da uh, Daenerys says, Dracarys, uh, and they light the ship of fire. Um, as the men on board uh, scream and die, uh, the ship splits in half, starts to sink. Uh, back on land, uh, Grey Worm tells the soldiers with the masters um, they can stay and die <clears throat> for the masters, something that the masters would never do for them, or they can go home to their families. Uh, so this is when the soldiers uh, look at each other, uh, drop their weapons, and run. Uh, Tyrion says, uh, thank you for the Armada. Our queen does love ships. Uh, now, last spoke, we made a pact. 
you violated that pact. You could you declared war on us. Though our queen does not, uh, sorry, though our, though our queen does have a forgiving nature, this cannot be forgiven. Uh, Misende uh, inputs, you know, our queen insists that one of you must die as punishment for your crimes. Uh, Tyrion says, it always seems a bit abstract, doesn't it? Other people dying. Uh, this is where two of the masters look at each other and then gang up on the third, push him forward and says, you know, kill him, kill him. He's not one of us. He's an outsider. He's a lowborn. Uh, he doesn't speak for us. And this is where Grey Worm walks up. Uh, he, uh, the, the singled out guy, drops to his knees. And then Grey Worm, uh, in one motion, takes out his knife, slits the other two masters' throats, uh, and then walks back to the line. Um, Tyrion walks up to the remaining master, says, Tell your people what happened here. Tell them you live by the grace of her majesty. When they come forward with notions of retribution or ideas about returning uh, the slave cities to their former glory, uh, remind them what happened when Nair Stormborn and her dragons came to Marine. And then we go out to Winterfell. Okay, that, that, that was pretty cool. That was worth it. Yeah. So outside of uh, Winterfell... Uh, John and Sansa are sitting on their horses with some of their generals behind them. Um, approaching them are some representatives from the Boltons. John tells Sansa that she doesn't have to be here, but she insists that she does. So Ramsay's there. Ah, my beloved wife, I've missed you terribly. Thank you for returning Lady Bolton safely. Now dismount and kneel before me. Surrender your army and proclaim me the true Lord of Winterfell and Warden of the North. I will pardon you for deserting the Night's Watch. I will pardon those treasonous lords for betraying my house. Come, bastard. You don't have the men, you don't have the horses, and you don't have Winterfell. Why lead those poor souls into slaughter? There's no need for a battle. Get off your horse and kneel. I am a man of mercy. John, you're right. There's no need for a battle. Thousands of men don't need to die. Only one of us. Let's end this the old way. You against me. Ramsay starts to chuckle. I keep hearing stories about you, bastard. The way people in the North talk about you, you're the greatest swordsman who ever walked. Maybe you are that good, maybe not. I don't know if, that's, if I'll beat you, but I know that my army will beat yours. I have 6,000 men. You have, what, half that? Not even? And John says, I, you have the numbers. Will your men want to fight for you when they hear you won't Ramsey goes, oh, he's good. He's very good. Tells, Tell me, will you let your little brother die because you're too proud to surrender? That's when Sansa says, how do we know you have him? Ramsey nods to one of the men. They pull out Shaggy Dog's head, and they throw it on the ground in front of them. Ramsey, now, if you want to save, and then Sansa says, you're going to die tomorrow, Lord Bolton. Sleep well. And Sansa turns around and rides off. Ramsay says, she's a fine woman, your sister. I look forward to having her back in my bed. And you're all, and you're all fine-looking men. My dogs are desperate to meet you. I haven't fed them for seven days. They're ravenous. I wonder which parts they'll try first. Your eyes, your balls. We'll find out soon enough in the morning, you bastard. And the Bolton men all turn around and ride back to the castle. So we're at the, um, you know, the camp. Um, of all the shitty things that Ramsey's done, 
Not feeding his dogs for a week is probably like top three. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking bullshit, man. Um, so now we're at the campsite and we're back at John's tent and they're discussing strategy. John, if he's a, if he's smart, he'd stay inside the walls of Winterfell and wait us out. Davos. That's not his way. He knows the North is watching. If the other houses sense his weakness on his part, they'll stop fearing him. He can't have that. Fear is his power. John. It uh, it's his weakness too. His men don't want to fight for him. They're forced to fight for him. And they feel the tide turning. There's torment. It's not his men that worry me. It's his horses. I know that mountain knights can do to us. You and Stannis cut through us like piss through snow. John. We're uh, we're digging trenches all along our flanks. They won't be able to hit us the way that Stannis hit you in a double envelope. A pincer move. They won't be able to hit us from the sides. Tormund's like, good. Uh, Davos. It's crucial that we let them charge at us. They've got, to, they've got the numbers. We need the patience. If we let him buckle our center, he'll pursue. Then we'll have him surrounded on three sides. Tormund. Did you really think that cunt would fight you man to man? John said, no, but I wanted to make him angry. I want him coming at us full tilt. Davos, we should all get some sleep. Tormund, rest, Jon Snow. We need you sharp tomorrow. And they all leave, um, but it's just Sansa and Jon there. Sansa, so you've met the enemy, drawn up your battle plans. Jon, I, uh, for what that's worth... Sansa, you've known him for a space of a single conversation. Uh, you and your trusted advisor, and you sit around making your plans on how to defeat a man you don't know. I lived with him. I know the way his mind works. I know how he likes to hurt people. Did it ever occur to you that you might have that I might have some insight? John says, you're right. And she says, Sansa says, you think he's going to fall into your trap. He won't. He's the one who lays traps. John says, he's overconfident, Sansa says. He plays with people. He's far better at it than you. He's been doing it all his life. John gets a little irritated. I, and what have I been doing all my life? Playing with broomsticks? I fought beyond the wall against worse things than Ramsay Bolton. I've defended the wall from worse things than Ramsay Bolton. Sansa says, you don't know him. John, all right, tell me, what should we do? How do we get Rickon back? And Sansa says, we'll never get him back. Rickon is Ned Stark's true-born son, which makes him a greater threat to Ramsay than you, a bastard, or me, a girl. As long as he lives, Ramsay claims the, Ramsay's claim to Winterfell will be contested, which means he won't live long. John, we can't give up on our brother. Sansa, listen to me, please. He wants you to make a mistake. John, of course he does. What should I do differently? And Sansa says, I don't know. I don't know anything about battles. Just don't do what he wants you to do. John says, aye, that's good advice. And Sansa, you think that's obvious? John, well, it's a bit obvious. Sansa, if you had asked me for my advice earlier, I would have told you not to attack Winterfell until we had a larger force. Or is, it, or is that obvious too? John, when will we have a larger force? We've pleaded with every house that that'll have us. The Blackfish can't help us. We've lucky that uh, to have this many men. Sansa, it's not enough. No, it's not enough, but it's what we have. Battles have been won against greater odds. Sansa, if Ramsay wins, 
it's not going to it's i'm not going back there alive do you understand me john i won't ever let him touch you again i'll protect you i promise and the, uh, Sansa says, no one can protect me. No one can protect anyone. And outside, um, so now we're outside the tent, and it's Davos and Tormund, and they're walking. Davos says, you think there's hope? And Tormund, I've never seen these Bolton fuckers fight, and they've never seen the Free Folk fight. So yes, there's hope. You want uh, to avenge your, friend, your king, don't you? Davos, it wasn't the Boltons defeated, that defeated Stannis. It was Stannis himself. I love them, man. He lifted me up uh, and made me something. But he had demons in his skull whispering foul things. Tormund, you saw these demons? Davos, no, well, well, no, it's a manner of speaking, not actual demons. And Tormund, (laughs) oh, well, you love that cunt Stannis, and I love the man he burned. Mance didn't have demons in his skull. He didn't torch people or listen to some red witch. I believed in him. I thought he was a man to lead us through the long night. But I was wrong, just like you. Davos. Maybe that was our mistake, believing in kings. And Tormund says, Jon Snow is not a king. And Davos says, no, he's not. Tormund. I need a good drink to help me sleep the night before a fight. You want some? I have a jug of sour goat's milk stronger than any of that grape water you southerner twats like suckling on. Davos. No, thanks. It doesn't sound delicious. Uh, It does sound delicious, but I better keep a... Uh, clear head. I never sleep the night before a battle. So what do you do all night? Someone says, say, I, someone saying no thanks. It doesn't sound delicious. Is really <laughs> I mean, he says it does sound delicious. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound good. So no, thank you. Um, so that was, uh, he tells him no thanks. He said, what do you do all night? He says, I walk, think and walk, think and walk until I until uh, I'm far enough away from camp that no one can hear me shitting my guts out. Uh, both start laughing. And Tormund says, happy shitting. Um, so we're still at the campsite. John walks to uh, Melisandre's tent. He says, my lady, you weren't at the war council. She says, I'm not a soldier. John, any advice? Melisandre, don't lose. John, if I did, if I fall, don't bring me back. Melisandre, I'll have to try. John, I'm ordering you not to bring me back. Melisandre, I'm not your servant, Jon Snow. John, you're in my camp. I'm the commander. Melisandre, I serve the Lord of Light. I do what he commands. John, how do you know what he commands? Melisandre, I interpret his signs as well as I can. If the, light, if the Lord didn't want me to bring you back, how did I bring you back? I have no power. Only what he gives me, and he gave me you. John, Why? Melisandre, I don't know. Maybe you're only need, maybe you're only needed for a small part of his plan and nothing else. Maybe he brought you here to die again. John, what kind of guy would do something like that? Melisandre, the one we've got. So then we're in the outskirts of the area and Davos is walking around. Uh, towards a, he's working he's walking towards like a pile of burnt wood covered in snow. In the pile is a carved wooden stag that is partially burnt. Um, he bent. Uh, he bends over to pick it up. Uh, the sun is nearly up, and then the horn blows in the distance. But you know what that stag is, right? Um, wasn't that that was Stannis's thing, right? Yeah, but remember before Stannis took off marching and Davos was told to stay behind, he gave the little girl a toy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. Yep. Uh, and then we're in Marine. So in uh, Marine, uh, we meet Yara and Theon. Uh, so they're there to meet with uh, Daenerys uh, and Tyrion. Um, there's a lot of back and forth, but I think we get to the battle. Um, basically, they say, you know, we're here to serve you. Um, Daenerys and uh, Tyrion are kind of questioning their loyalty. Um, they say, you know, our uncle uh, wants to kill us, and he's going to come with the, the fleet. So basically, they have a um, hundred ships that they stole from Euron, right? And, um, you know, Daenerys says, well, there's more than a hundred ships in the Iron Fleet. And they're like, yes, um, you know, Euron's making more and he's going to bring them to you eventually. Um, but, you know, part of his deal is going to be he wants to marry you. He wants to give you his big fat cock. Um, <laughs> and there's a little back and forth, you know, because she's at least by Yara is. So she kind of gives Daenerys and I says, you know, uh, there's no marriage proposal here, but I'm down for anything. Ha ha ha. Um, so long story short, basically they're on her side now. Okay. That's cool. Um, and then we go back to outside of Winterfell. All right. So now we're outside Winterfell. The Stark army is all lined up and ready for battle. John looks over his army made up of mostly wildlings, as he rides to the front. Ahead is a large Bolton army, um, along with, like, five uh, wooden nexus that has flayed bodies on them. They're all lit on fire, so, like, in the middle of the battlefield. Um, riding to the front uh, of the Bolton army is Ramsay. He is pulling a rope behind him. Attached to the rope is Rickon. John sees Ramsay get off his horse and walks towards the Stark army. Uh, Ramsay pulls Rickon uh, towards him and pulls a Uh knife out and holds it up in the air. Okay. I think he's going to cut Rickon's head off in front of John. And then we are going to get into some serious shit. Uh, So Ramsay pulls Rickon towards him, then pulls his knife out and holds it up in the air. John gets off his horse and runs into the middle of the field. Ramsay cuts the rope tying Rickon's hands. Ramsay says, Do you like games, little man? Let's play a game. Run to your brother. The sooner you make it to him, the sooner you get to see him again. That's it. That's the game. Easy. Ready? Go. Rickon starts walking towards John, but looks back at Ramsay. Ramsay says, No. You have to run, remember? Those are the rules. So, a soldier brings Ramsay a longbow and arrow. Oh, shit. John sees and runs back to his horse and rides towards Rickon as fast as he can. Ramsay shoots an arrow, but it lands about 10 feet to Rickon's left. Ramsay knocks another arrow. This one misses as well. John rides closer now, uh, leans off his horse with his arm out to grab Rickon. Ramsey shoots another arrow. This one uh, uh, shoots overshoots Rickon by about five feet. Um, when he's doing this, though, he's like fooling around. He's looking at the his soldier uh, and shooting 
you know, without really looking. Ramsey shoots another arrow, uh, but this one lands in front of Rickon this time. John, still leaning off his horse, approaches Rickon. As he's about to get him, an arrow takes him in the back, takes Rickon in the back. As John rides up to Rickon, he's dead. It went like through his back, from his back to his heart or whatever. Uh, John and Ramsey stare at each other. Ramsey has a smirk on his face as he walks back to the army. He gives a, a nod to archers, get ready to fire. Dalvos is beating the L orders at the Stark army. The Boltons archers fire. John screams and rides uh, forward towards the Bolton army. And, and while this is all going on, Tormin and Davos is like, don't do it. And, you know, obviously he can't hear him, uh, but they're just like, don't do it. But so he's pissed off now, so he charges, right? Uh, the arrows land uh, uh, where he was. Some hit Rickon's body again. Davos sends the Stark army forward towards their commander. Tormund commands the wildlings forward as well. The Bolton archers knock and fire again. Uh, they hit John's horse, and he tumbles to the ground. Ramsey says, now. And the Bolton cavalry charges forward. John stands up as he sees the soldiers on horseback ride towards him. He unsheaths Longclaw as his sword belt falls to the ground. He holds his sword up, ready to attack as the wall of Bolton's army quickly approaches. Just as they reach John, John pulls back his sword to attack when the Stark cavalry gets there to split uh, a split second before. Horses collide violently into each other. The battle rages around John um, as Davos and the Stark archers knock arrows. He realizes they would just kill their own men, so he w- he told them to stand down. Davos did. Ramsay, however, has the Bolton archers knock and fire. The arrows land, killing Stark and Bolton soldiers alike. John is on his feet with uh, chaos all around him. He dodges horses running past him and uh, then swings and takes down a Bolton rider. After arrows fall around John, he kills a few Bolton men. Then uh, he's assisted by Stark soldiers to kill others. After he starts to yell commands to the Stark soldiers, um, when he takes an arrow, uh, it's crazy. He's like, so he's like trying to give a command and an arrow ran the dude's face right in front of him. John looks around at all the killing, then takes out a few more Bolton men. A Bolton rider is about to get John with an axe when a Stark rider takes him out, uh, takes out the Bolton rider with a lance. John continues to fight as Ramsey continues to rain down arrows. The pile of bodies at the center of the, uh, fighting is immense. It's like a mountain of corpses. And the fighting continues on top of that pile. So it's just bodies stacking up on bodies. Davos sees the carnage and tells the men, we might as well be taking shits back here. He gets off his horse, pulls out his sword, and screams, follow, as he runs to the fight. Do you want to take over? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so uh, Ramsey, um, so basically Davos uh, was in charge of the archers and the, the last portion of the Star army to to hang back uh so seeing you know ramsey seeing davos lead that portion of the army uh into the battle he gets a smirk on his face and basically says um it's time go uh so this is when small john umber uh walks up and he starts talking to his men he says who owns the north and the men reply we do uh, and he go- <clears throat> he says it again. Who owns the north? We uh, do. They say we do. 
And then this is where uh, Small John says, show me. Uh, they turn around. Um, well, he turns around to lead them. They all scream. Um, and this is when they march towards the fighting. Uh, John, uh, in the middle of everything, continues to kill Bolton men. Um, he is knocked to the ground. Um, and basically, he's holding his sword up, blocking blows uh, from this uh, soldier when Tormund gets there, basically saves his bacon by killing the man. Um, he pulls John to his feet, looks at him, and basically screams and says, hey. And this seems to clear John's head. Uh, the giant 1-1 one, one, uh, runs towards them. And basically, you know, the horse rider uh, rides towards them. He just kind of swats it away. Um, this is where, you know, they've spread out a little too thin. So they take the opportunity to uh, regroup. Um, as they're regrouping, um, the Bolton infantry starts to corral them. Um, so basically the... The Bolton infantry fill, uh, forms kind of a U-shape around them, with the top of the U being uh, the big pile of bodies. So they're kind of, you know, they're trapped now. Um, each of the Bolton infantry is holding basically a, a body-sized uh, shield uh, with the flayed man on it. Um, once they get around and uh, trap uh, the Stark men inside, um, they basically slam down their shields and then you can see all those uh, long spears behind them they put the spears forward um, the <clears throat> uh, they kind of you know march a few steps at a time um, they stab out with their spears killing those uh, they can as they get closer um, that, is, that as, is genius right yeah um, as you know, the, the soldiers trapped inside, see what's going on. You know, they kind of look around to the, um, mountain of bodies behind them and some think to make an escape. Uh, so as some men are running towards the bodies, that's when the umber men arrive, um, basically to say, no, no, you're not getting out. So they kill whoever runs up on the pile. Um, Davos screams with me, lads, break their lines. Uh, John continues to fight uh, the Bolton men, you know, that are around him. 1-1 uh, uh, charges towards one spot um, of the shields, swatting away the spears so he can grab whoever he can, basically grabbing a shield man and throwing him away. Uh, Tormund uh, charges the shields as well, basically darting between uh, the spears to grab <clears throat> at the Bolton men behind the shield wall. Uh, he grabs one, pulls him back, uh, kills him. Uh, fighting continues as the Stark men uh, fight the Umber men, who are now basically come over the mountain and are, you know, basically their their shields on the the U side, and then the Umber men next to the the dead the dead bodies. Um, some are still trying to climb out um, through uh, basically through the Umbers and get away. Uh, men, it is a really cool scene where. They pan around to the battle scene and, you know, some are dead and some are dying. And, you know, a lot of them are holding their bloody wounds and all that stuff. So they did a real good job of just kind of the, the chaos of everything. 1-1 um, one, one continues swatting at the spears, uh, grabbing men and killing them as he can get a hold of them. 
Uh, Starkmen continue to try and charge the shield wall, but are quickly killed. Um, Torman charges again, um, and this is where he's able to grab one of the, the men behind the shields, but uh, in his place is another uh, man, and basically he's, um, uh, he's not killed, but he's struck. And before he can be killed, uh, the, the wildlings basically save him. Uh, and pull him back into uh, the, the the knot of Stark men. Um, the shield wall moves forward, uh, squeezing them even tighter. Uh, the ground, you know, they kind of focus on the ground now, and it's so muddy with blood um, of everyone that's dying that, you know, the Stark men inside are having a hard time keeping their footing. Um, Tormund, uh, you know, is basically at the front line, and he's seeing his wildling brothers die left and right. And this is where he looks back towards uh, the mountain of bodies. And then he says, you know, screw this, you know, let's go that way. And this is where he leads a, a small group or whoever was around him towards that. Uh, go ahead, Rodney. Uh, one second here. So in the middle of the fight, John kills a man, then turns to see small John Umber. They look at one another, uh, then start to walk towards each other when men rush towards John from behind. They start trampling him on the ground. Tormund reaches uh, small John, and they face off. They begin to fight. John is struggling to climb free. John uh, Snow is struggling to climb free, and more and more men start running over him. Uh, the press of weight is keeping, uh, making it hard for him to breathe. Uh, while that's happening, Small John knocks Tormund down and starts hitting him in the face with a, with his handle of his sword. Uh, John Snow tries to scream out, but he can barely breathe as bodies pile on top of him. He finally grabs onto one of the men and is able to pull himself to the top of the pressed bodies. Uh, Ramsey watches from the distance. One one is still standing and fighting, um, but he is, he's taking like a bunch of arrows to his body it's like all over his chest his back and he is bleeding from multiple areas um, where he has been stabbed by spears small john and torment are now standing fighting hand to hand john looks uh john snow looks to see small john repeatedly headbutting torment in the face davos looks at john then hears a horn blowing in the distance small john headbutts torment one last time until um he stops Hearing the horn, he then looks around. Tormund, in a rage, rash, uh, rushes John, Small John uh, and sinks his teeth into his neck and tears out part of his neck. Holy yeah. shit. He rips back. Um, there's blood just squirting area for, uh, everywhere from Small John's neck. Tormund then pulls a dagger and starts stabbing Small John. Uh, Ramsey turns to see where that horn blow is coming from and sees soldiers charging towards them, holding a blue and white banner with a bird and silver moon inside the circle. Who is that? Is that the Knights of the Vale? John sees the riders approaching. Sansa is sitting there with Littlefinger and the Knights of the Vale ride past them to battle. The Knights of the Vale rush the Bolton men and charge into them, basically breaking that shield wall. Um, as Sansa sees the Bolton men uh, being overrun by the Knights of the Vale, She's, she has a small smile on her face. John walks to the edge of the Starkmen and looks towards uh, Ramsey off on the hill because he's watching from the distance still. Watching his men get slaughtered, One One and Tormund walk up behind John. 
Ramsay sees John, then turns to ride back to the castle. Oh, what a bit. John, one one, and Tormund run after him. So now they're back in the castle. Uh, Ramsay t- uh, tells one of his men, their army's gone. And the man replies, our army is gone. Ramsay continues, we have Winterfell. They don't have the men for a siege. All we have to do is wait. There is a, and then all of a sudden, there's a banging at the gate. The soldiers inside pull their weapons as a giant fist punches through the gate. Archers rain down arrows on one one. Ramsay turns around and retreats further into the castle. One one reaches in uh, through the hole, uh, and he's trying to lift the like um, wood that's holding it in place. As a guy throws a spear right into his hand and against the the door, and he lifts his hand off, so it, like splits in between his index finger and ring, and his uh, middle finger and uh, ring finger. So he's like, it's it pretty gross. Um, he, scre- uh, he finally breaks the gate, um, then falls to his knees inside because uh, arrows are still continuing to be shot into his chest and back. He screams as Stark men enter the castle, wildlings shooting down the Bolton men they encounter. Uh, John reaches 1-1 and then Tormund. John reaches out to 1-1 when an arrow hits him in the left eye. John looks and it's Ramsay holding the bow. As one one falls to the ground, dead. Ramsay is surrounded by his enemies, all pointing arrows at him. Ramsay, you suggested one-on-one combat, didn't you? I've reconsidered. I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. John drops his sword and picks up a Mormont shield as Ramsay knocks another arrow. He fires and John catches it on the shield. John starts... uh, uh, starts walking towards Ramsey as he fires another arrow, and John pulls up the shield to catch it again. A third yeah. arrow again. Kill him! Kill him! Ramsey is about to shoot his fourth when John gets to him and knocks him to the ground. John mounts Ramsey and starts punching him in the face repeatedly. Ramsey's face is a bloody mess when John sees Sansa st- standing next to them. He stops punching and stands up. Um, John walks away. Do you want to go on, Shane? Yeah, so um, uh, later on, uh, basically, we see uh, the, all the flayed man banners. Um, they've been taken down and put in a pile. Um, and then Melisandre looks on as the Stark banner is finally hung from Winterfell. Uh, from a distance, uh, we see Davos um, kind of creeping around, and he's got this, uh, I don't know, mad murderous look on his face when he's staring at Melisandre. Um, he's got the burnt stag uh, that he carved for Princess Serene in his hands. Uh, John watches as Rickon's body is brought in from the battlefield. Uh, he tells the men uh, he is going to bury his brother in the crypt next to his father. Uh, Sansa calls to John and asks, where is he? Um, and then we go to Ramsay. Uh, He's tied in a chair in the dark. Uh, Sansa looks at him through a metal gate. Uh, Ramsay looks up to see her, says, ah, Sansa, hello, Sansa. Is this where I'll be staying now? Uh, Sansa says nothing, just stares at him. Uh, He goes on, no, our time together is about to come to an end. That's all right. You can't kill me. I'm part of you now. Uh, Sansa says, your words will disappear. Your house will disappear. Your name will disappear. 
all memory of you will disappear. And then there's a cool side shot um, of Ramsey where you can see behind him uh, of an open gate. And then that's when you hear dogs growling. Oh, and then, man. And then kind of in the bottom, you see the silhouette of a dog in the dark. Uh, this is where multiple dogs come through the gate, you know, all growling. Uh, Ramsey says, my hounds will never harm me. Sansa says, you haven't fed them in seven days. You said it yourself. Uh, more growling. Ramsey goes on, they're loyal beasts. Sansa says, they were, now they're starving. And this is where the dogs start to approach Ramsey. Uh, he's beginning to get this nervous look on his face. Uh, one approaches him from the front, uh, climbs up on his lap. He sniffs his face, then starts licking. This is where Ramsey really freaks out. He says, sit down, 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 down. And then Sansa watches as the dogs attack his face. Uh, Ramsey screams. Uh, there's a lot of uh, really graphic sound effects, tearing. Um, he continues to scream for a while. Um, the sounds continue as Sansa has uh, seen enough. She turns around and walks away. Um, and as we get to the, the last portion of we see here, she's got a smile on her face. And that was it. Whew. Yeah, with that dog, you saw the size of its head. Like when it just like lunged at like the bottom part of his jaw. I, in my mind, I just imagined it biting his jaw and then tearing it right off. Ugh. Yeah, he he got what he deserved. My yeah. my heart is racing. Um, that was. Shane, you had a great idea having pictures for each episode for me to to look at. That yeah. was so fucking intense. Just uh, the the chaos of the battle because it's not only you know okay, John kills this guy, kills that guy. He's got to dodge horses running all around him. Like the bodies just pile up, and they did such a good job of just showing every little thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, John. John looking like he was about to suffocate in that pile of men was like, was fucking crazy. Um, right? Like you caught it perfectly, where it was just like this, just sea of people, and he's like stuck in the middle. Like that was just that was awesome. Um, yeah, that is. I mean, there's obviously recency bias because this we've been done with this for about a minute. Um, but this might be the best. Ep- this might be like my favorite episode. Um, that yeah. was yeah, so was... so goddamn good. It really ended good. perfectly. Um, and I do have one takeaway from Marine that make that made me think of something. I think that um, Cersei and what's his name? Kyburn. Yeah. I think they might have been talking about wildfire. Yeah? Yeah. I think because Tyrion said that it's under the sept of of Baelor. And that's where the, uh, the sparrows are, right? Yeah, I think Kyburn 
was telling Cersei that yes, the rumors are true. There is wildfire, so she is going to take out all of the sparrows that way. Cool. Yeah, that's that's my prediction. Um, beyond that, I am one hundred percent satisfied <laughs> with the way things worked out. Um, the this was like the most vile character in the history of television as far as I'm concerned and he got exactly what that was perfect he got exactly what he what he deserved um so good stuff guys really really good stuff yeah what do you think's gonna happen in the next episode um probably I mean I think the the Cersei thing I think that's gonna be the big thing I think like they like to end on a big note I think that'll be the end um with, uh, you know, like, part of the city going up in flames and Cersei just willingly killing, like, thousands of people just to take out the, uh, the uh, sparrows. Um, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, hopefully Daenerys starts her journey. Um, uh, I'd like to know what's going on with Arya. I want to know where she's headed. I want to know where the Hound is, what he's going to do. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to be figured out, but I don't really... The only thing that I, that I am uh, confident enough to make a prediction on is what Cersei's going to do. Cool. Awesome. Whew. Well, yeah, this was a great episode. Like... I don't remember if they had the title before it aired. Do you remember, Shane? Uh, like I said, all I remember is the last season where um, they would just say episode one until it, it was actually released. And then they, as you were watching it, they would say, okay, this is the name of the episode. Um, so I'm assuming that's the way they did it the whole time because you know I didn't really watch it episode to episode so much before the last season so I, I can only assume that yeah they yeah they they did not release it and before it, it came out okay yeah so good wow so yeah. we conclude season six next episode um what's the title of that one titled the winds of winter so Ooh. thank you everyone for listening to the out of the loop podcast oh Please. shit Oh. Has winter officially come? Winter is coming. Winter's about to come all over everybody? Yes. Yeah. Sick. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OOTL Podcasts. And if you want to send us any emails or suggestions for draft picks or favorite movies favorite scenes uh send us an email at ootlpod at gmail.com uh from the gentleman at the out of the loop studios we hope you stay safe i know things are starting to get i guess back to normal but still be smart wash your hands uh continue the social distancing uh stay healthy stay happy keep listening um that's all i have do you guys have anything else no, yeah, from the from what's happening, it sounds like winter's here, so it's not oh, coming anymore. Shit. Oh shit.
Arıp durun! Arıp durun! Arıp durun! Arıp durun!